Well, this isn't very good. Welcome back into Sucktastic Cinema with these movies try too hard or know what they are. Endearment is the name of the game. I'm Steven. And I'm Matt. And this is week three of Jean-Claude January. Um, and we've seemed to be having ebbs and flows and ups and downs of this week. Uh, because Much be- like the career of Jean-Claude yes, Van Damme. Because of this week's movie, which is Universal Soldier The Return. Um, <laughs> so it, if you listen to... Our first episode in Jean-Claude January, which was Double Impact, to yeah. do with our sister, uh, we all came to the consensus that that's not a great movie for several reasons, um, mm-hmm. whether or not it was quality or just subject matter and material. Yeah. Um, we had a great discussion with her, though, and that yeah. was a good episode. Very, A very um, enriching yeah. and fruitful. Dis- yes. You know, very help. We touched on subjects that are serious, mm-hmm. that... We don't touch on a lot of serious subjects on this show, mm-hmm. but it, we did it in a very like respectful and civil yeah. way. And I think, and it wasn't heavy handed. I no. think people, regardless of the message, get turned off mm-hmm. when something seems very heavy handed. It's yeah. being forced down their throat and mm-hmm. they feel like they're being told to yeah. think something or do something, but we didn't do that there. Yeah. And we had plenty of levity mixed in. Agreed. Yeah. And it was a, uh, it was a, a good time. Yeah. Last week, we helped balance that out with a phenomenal movie. Loved it. It was awesome. So great. Sudden so death. So fun. Yeah. Go back and listen. If you haven't listened to that already, go back and listen to our, us talking about sudden death. It was off the cuff, off the cuff, shooting yeah. from the hip, and we just we had a blast. That is, when we say we love Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, that's the kind of shit we mm-hmm. have in mind, is yep. a movie like Sudden Death. Yep. We even had our mom texting us saying, how, how can I watch Sudden Death? Where can I find it? I'm like, yeah. yeah, all right. Yeah. $4 on Amazon. That's the goal. Who, 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 oh, it was Samantha. We were talking about the Christmas Christmas Story 2, and she's like, mm-hmm. it made her want to watch yeah. it. So that's, like, that's great. That's the goal. Yeah. You know, because we, we always assume that if you're listening, you more than likely have seen the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you haven't, and we sparked some sort of interest for you to watch it, that's excellent. Yes. Speaking of Samantha, uh, while on Facebook talking about her episode, one of her friends asked uh, uh, how they can listen to it. Yeah. And she provided a link to Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. which we don't have. Yeah. Which we don't have access to, so we can't read reviews and mm-hmm. stuff. So, so if you send a review via Apple Podcast, we appreciate it a million percent. Oh, of course. And eventually we'll see it, but mm-hmm. you know it's tough for us. We don't have Apple products. However, I did catch a review that upon asking you if you knew who this was, you didn't know. So potentially we just got our first review from a stranger. So here is the review from Apple Podcasts. Five stars from Green Sugar 18 posted on December 12, 2021. It says, Excellent. Oh, yeah. Hilarious and easy listen, like you're talking movies with old friends. Highly recommend. Hey. So that is fantastic. Green Sugar. So Green Sugar 18, if you're listening to this, thank you. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you're still listening Uh and you haven't given up on us after uh, over a month of (laughs) not acknowledging your review. Yes. I apologize. Yes, we do that again. Uh, Yes. I'm playing ignorance here. Playing ignorance. Ignorance ignorance is bliss sometimes, except when you get a good review. Yes. So I don't want to be ignorant. I want to make sure that that, uh, those are acknowledged because they're greatly appreciated. Yes. Green Sugar 18. 18. Thank you very much. Yes. 
um, for giving us a review. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry it took this long for us to acknowledge it, um, but nonetheless, yes. it is very much appreciated. Yes. But what wasn't very much appreciated oh, was uh, we talked about how ebbs and sometimes life has ebbs and flows, ups and downs. Yeah. Um, sudden death is awesome. Yeah. But unfortunately, we were knocked back down a few pegs with this week's uh, offering, like I said, Universal Soldier The Return, uh, which is a, a v- extremely subpar sequel it, to there, the first Universal Soldier tour. If you listen to the Radcast, it's on called January last year. Mm-hmm. Um, we did our, the first one. The yeah. first one on yeah. our third week with yeah. our uh, very good friend, mm-hmm. Tyler Strickland, who if you listen to Mortal Kombat Annihilation, he did that. He did yep. several episodes of the Radcast mm-hmm. with us. Um, and that is actually, it's a quality action movie. Yeah. It's uh, for what it is. It mm-hmm. it is definitely more high. It, it's it's more the theatrical, yeah, Jean Claude mm-hmm. movie to where it's it's an action movie with Jean Claude Van Damme as mm-hmm. opposed to like something that was like written and produced and stuff by Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah, yeah if, if that may, if you're a Jean Claude fan, there's like to us there's like different like two different kinds of Jean Claude mm-hmm. Van Damme movies. Yeah, but this one. The same name, none of the same effort. Uh-uh. Um, because, uh-uh. yeah. Uh, but we'll get into the movie in just a second here. Before that, Matt, why don't you let everyone know where they can still find you us? You can find us on Instagram. We are at Sucktastic Pod. You can also find us on Twitter at Sucktastic Sin. That's mm-hmm. C I N for cinema. If this is your first time here, we call our listeners our sinners. So, welcome, sinner. Welcome, sinner. If you are a returning listener, welcome back, sinner. Welcome back, sinner. We love you more than Goldberg loves being doing one-liners in this movie. Yeah, which happens yeah. um it very it happens way too much yeah. and um it happens needlessly. Yes, it's very needless. Mm-hmm. Which we'll get into that would work way better if this were like a self-aware mm-hmm. movie. Like yeah. like a Santa sleigh. Like Santa sleigh. Yeah. With starring um, Bill Goldberg. Yeah, which maybe one of these days we'll talk about on some show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but instead, we're going to talk about this week's movie because it's movie time. Oh, you know, it's and now for our feature presentation. Universal Soldier The Return, released August 20th, 1999, directed by Mick Rogers. Mick. <laughs> it's... By McDouble, <laughs> yeah. uh, starring Jean-Claude Van Damme as Luke Devereaux, Michael Jai White as Seth, Bill Goldberg. My name is Seth. I like to dance. I like to dance. Yo, Gabba Gabba. <laughs> um, uh, Michael Jai White as Seth, Bill Goldberg making his second appearance. He's yeah. Romeo. <laughs> Romeo Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Romeo Goldberg. <laughs> Picture him with like a uh, with like a Fabio wig on. <laughs> Uh, with a gold dust wig on. Yeah, with a gold dust wig on. <laughs> Maybe a little different. Oh, they look like twins. <laughs> oh, they look just like twins. Uh, <laughs> um, I'd say more of like a Fabio yeah, wig. Yeah, yeah. Like a romance novel. Yeah, yeah. Um, Romeo Goldberg. Heidi Shands as Aaron. Daniel Aaron. 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 <laughs> um, I didn't even know her name because she's such a throwaway character. Yeah. Um, Daniel Von Bargen as General Radford. Well. I'm going home. I'm going home. Uh, Kruger. Kruger. My son says your your company stinks. You can smooth a silk sheet if you had had a hot date with a babe. I lost lost my my train of thought. thought. (laughs) So he's Kruger from from Seinfeld. He's also the commandant from Malcolm in the Middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kiana Tom as Maggie. 
and Carice Page Bryant as Hillary, a box office of approximately 11 million and 10 million. Some yeah, places are putting, I just rounded up. Yeah. It's like 10.8. Yeah. Um, on a $45 million budget. Yikes. This gross. This tanked. <laughs> this tanked. Faster than Tank Abbott against Bill Goldberg. I'll say. Booyah. Booyah, Now, what was on the VHS? They actually didn't have the U.S. VHS opening okay. release, so they had a, a U.K. retail tape. Cool. Uh, <laughs> so a disclaimer telling the viewer to beware. That this of, movie is not very good. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you know what you get yourself into. <laughs> oh, okay, we warn you. Oh, crackers. Oh, crackers. <laughs> Uh, we want you, mate. <laughs> Bollocks, mate. <laughs> um, a disclaimer. We love. Listen, we love our listeners in the United Kingdom. Oh yes, all I two understand. of you. <laughs> all two of you. I mean, look, there may not be any. I haven't looked at the. There's analytics. a couple. There's okay. a couple in England. Uh, England. Yeah. Feel free to start a podcast and make fun of Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Please, I will. Lo- yeah. I would love to be a guest on that show. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, so separate weeks, though. Yeah. A, Yes, separate weeks. We are we are individuals. Mm-hmm. We are our own unisols. Yes. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna get through this. Okay. <laughs> a disclaimer telling the viewer to beware of phony video cassettes. Uh, Not th- this one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so that disclaimer telling you to beware of video phony video cassettes is immediately followed by a promo stolen the virtues of the newest format DVD. Ah, yes. So DVD. You may, you may not even have to worry about videotapes yeah pretty soon the impenetrable dvd yeah exactly <laughs> it's not like people can't burn their own dvds yeah. um, no one can pirate dvds exactly <laughs> yes exactly who are who are these people <laughs> I don't know. um and then a movie where jackie chan loses his memory called who am i and it's, who lit- am I? <laughs> it's literally for a minute and a half either him or someone else referencing the fact he has lost his memory mm. and it actually ends with him on the top of a large structure shouting who am I? <laughs> that sounds great. Sounds like the beginning to a, uh, a music video about an identity crisis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it doesn't look good, though. Um, Who it, am I? <laughs> um, the movie Go, which if you've seen the video cassette um, the box oh, art. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ghost. Um, <laughs> yes. It seems like a very fast-paced late 90s movie. Mm. Um then finally, it ends with a 10-minute interview with JCVD of him promoting his Columbia TriStar releases, Nowhere to Run, Maximum Risk, mm-hmm. Double Team, yeah. which, you know, put a pen in that, yeah. and Universal Soldier, The Return. Oh. Um, so I can't imagine. Fast what forward. a crap. <laughs> exactly. I fast-forwarded all of it yeah. uh, because I didn't. He actually kind of like on Double Team, he was like, it actually was a very good script, the original yeah. movie. And then it just changed. Pretty much him saying the movie sucks ass. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. That how, happens a lot. We'll see how much ass it sucks next week. Yeah, baby. Um, but. Suck ass. Yeah. Universal Soldier, Rodman. The Return. Um, like we said at the top, we covered Universal Soldier last year yeah. on Jean-Claude January. And it actually, we we liked it for the most part. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun yeah. movie. It has its issues. But, I mean, it's a sure. fun movie. This movie, I can't say the same thing for. No, it, uh, th- and this had a theatrical release, right? Yeah. This definitely feels like a straight-to-video A straight-to-video sequel. It seemed like, a, to me, in some spots, kind of looked like the late 90s Power Rangers, like the way it was yeah. filmed. And like, huh. and yeah, like, I never thought, just, I didn't think about that. It, but I think it, because it has that 
straight to video yeah look to it but i was like this like this looks like aesthetically like something like saban entertainment yeah. would put out it feels like they just it was just a movie of tropes yeah um which i know can be said for a lot of these mm-hmm. kinds of yeah. movies um uh, but it it did it's like everything was done and we talk about this a lot on the show but everything was done because it was supposed to be there mm-hmm. and it was just it was like the it's like you said there there it was little to no effort mm-hmm. it felt very lazy yeah uh, it, it felt like what did you text me that you like went back through the synopsis of the first of universal soldier, soldier and it's like it's like they took the same characters yeah. and same kind of idea, but with none of the effort. Yeah, is exactly, mm-hmm. and, and it and it feels that way. Mm-hmm. And you're just sitting there, and it was funny. We first thing from my perspective, I but I was a chump and rented this on Amazon Prime, mm, which is on Netflix. If any yeah, of you want yeah. to try your hand at watching it, um, but I looked at it and I saw, Oh, 83 minutes. I was like, Oh sweet. 83 minutes. And then I look at my phone and I get texts from you that says it's only 83 minutes. Sweet. And I was like, I said the same thing. Mm -hmm. So that is something that is working in its favor. It's it's kind of, it's kind of a quick movie. It's a very quick watch. The Mm -hmm. problem is it's like, it's not, it's not exciting. (laughs) It's, 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 Fast pace without the excitement. Mm-hmm. Cause there are these ways to where you can fit in the right amount of exposition. Yeah, you can ex- fit in exactly. the right amount yep. of action and balance to mm-hmm. make it feel like a fun, quick watch. Yeah. Um, but this it doesn't do that. No. Like it literally it, it literally is like, well, what what was the first one about? How can we make that a movie for the late nineties, the technology yeah. age, for yeah. for cyberpunks and computer hackers? Yeah, exactly. How, how can we put this like AI technology and kind of retrofit it into the Unisol yeah. idea? Which, for those of you who haven't seen the first movie, which I don't know why you'd watch, I take that back. I actually saw this one before. I watched like the last forty five minutes yeah. of this one once on like HBO or something. Yeah, like it, in high school. It's a very like. You even text me, you're like, this is a very, like, HBO afternoon movie yeah. type thing. It, like, if you're flipping around on a Saturday, like, yeah. on summer vacation or yeah. something. Yeah, and, like, and I, I, like, caught the last 30, 45 minutes of it, like, in high school or something. Yeah. Didn't really think anything of it. And I'd never seen the first one. But it, just to recap, the first one, Jean-Claude Van Damme is a part of the Unisol Project, which re-anim- kind of uses reanimated, like, like ideas yeah. of uh, take the him just, and him and Dolph Lundgren were Vietnam soldiers and yeah. then they were cryogenically frozen yeah and then used they, for this government program yeah. which like puts chips inside yeah. of these soldiers and makes them like the perfect soldiers they they, they send the men to mm-hmm. the most like dangerous missions yeah. Yeah. you know almost like a like a suicide sort of like the Suicide th- Squad th- it's yeah. like an expendable squad sure <laughs> expendables yeah Suicide now, Squad not, all wrong things but no. it's 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 these these soldiers that have been created kind yeah. of secretly by mm-hmm. the government yeah in order they're they're made to follow orders exactly um, and essentially you know Jean Claude Van Damme um, starts having like his memories flood back from yeah. like, like his last memories flood back yeah. and then Dolph Lunger in the same thing and they almost become human quote unquote yeah, again yeah. as far as like having memories yeah. go because their memories are wiped yeah. and then Jean, then Dolph Lunger and like goes it's like a rogue yeah Unisol it's and, established at the beginning because Dolph Lunger and was Jean-Claude Van Damme's like 
commanding officer yeah. and and he did some nefarious things mm-hmm. so Dolph Lundgren is a is was just a bad guy yeah. and John Claude was just a was a good yeah. guy either way you follow this kind of interesting yeah story with some depth of like Jean Claude Van Damme dealing with who he is as he's, he's a project of the government and he knows he was human. And like, yeah, he, he meets up with this reporter and blah, blah, blah. So it's, it's a more interesting story. Yeah. This one just takes, Oh, Unisol, um, reporters, reporter. Uh, Oh, JCVD is a bigger name now. So he had, he, we can't make them this like, you know, this robot of a character. So we need to have his personality. Uh, Oh, he, uh, he had reverse surgery. Yeah. Snip, snap, snip, snap, yeah, snip, snap. Exactly. <laughs> he had a reverse Unisol. Yeah, yeah. like a reverse vasectomy. Yeah. Um, like so now he's he's human again, and he married yeah. the reporter from the first movie, and he has a he has a thirteen year old daughter. So they, I I figured that was the case because mm-hmm. he's talking to his daughter. She's like, "Why did mom have to die?" You know, stuff like that, and uh, uh, and then. Uh, in my head, I was like, "Oh, it's gonna cut to a shot of him looking at a framed picture of mm-hmm. uh, what was the lady? Allie, that, what? Like Veronica? Like Allie no, Walker? Allie, Allie, Allie Walker. Walker? Veronica Roberts was yeah, the character, yeah. yeah. And he's like looking at a picture of him, and they somehow Photoshop maybe like Allie Walker's yeah. face, so, you know? Yeah. But it was a lady that looked completely, it's a completely different. different. So then I'm person. like, wait, did he did he marry Veronica Roberts? And also, I was like, didn't he at the end of the Universal Soldier? Didn't he like get old? It's, uh. I thought he got like yeah yeah he he got he like he got yes he yeah. got old and like Veronica because like that the end of the movie is a monologue from yeah. Veronica because and- he died naturally mm-hmm. yeah wait a minute exactly. hey hold on yeah. hold on because I completely forgot about that yeah um yeah what the hell because because <laughs> also because also there's two. Made there's actually two made for like cable movies, yeah. Universal Soldier Two, like Brothers in Arms, like Universal that, yeah. Soldier Three. Again, which, again, same characters, it's same different char- actors. It's supposed to be canon, yeah. And like Burt Reynolds are in them, yeah. Um, Gary Busey, Gary Busey's in it, but cream of the crop, yeah, exactly. Matt uh, Battaglia, Matt Battaglia, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, either Matt Battaglia or Daniel Bernhardt are gonna do the JCVD exactly. straight to video yeah, sequels, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, like that's crazy. Maybe, yeah. maybe in those two movies, but it, but the return ignores that and apparently right, exactly. ignores the first movie yeah. now. Mm-hmm. But it's like, like Halloween H two O, yeah. Except like now everything else after ignores this movie. Yeah, but exact. But you died in the first but one. But the thing <laughs> is, there's two other Universal Soldier movies like 2009 and 2012. Yeah, true. Which, yeah. but Same the, character. Or like yeah. 2015. I don't know. But like late 2000s and into the 2010s. But the I read the one like Regeneration yeah. which has Luke Dev- Luke Devereaux is, yeah. is the character is Jean-Claude Van Damme. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's being it's supposed to take place right after like the the fight on his family's farm. And That's he's like weird. And he's being like fixed. And yeah. Like, it's like but Wait, I thought. Well, what about this? At the end, Veronica said that he started. They grew old together. Nah. And, and he got really ill, and he died of natural cause. Yeah. That. So there was also what was I completely th- forgot about uh, that. We, we, we won't talk anymore about the first Universal Soldier because you can go listen to that on the Radcast. Yeah, exactly. Or year. if you want to watch it, I mean, again, it's a fun yeah, movie. Yeah, go watch it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty neat. Uh, because also this movie like doesn't reference the first movie at all yeah. either. Well, and, except for Unisol. And in the in our episode on the Radcast, which we're bringing back, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I know we kind of not yeah, so brought um, that up last week. It's coming yeah, back. This is, we're absorbing this into that. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so you'll you'll still get our analysis of bad 
bad movies, except yeah. now we're going to extend it to just bad media. Yeah. And it's not going to be a weekly thing. It'll be no. a monthly thing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, there's that little update right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. Um, but we mentioned on the episode there was also like an alternate ending. Hello, listener. This is Steven. I just wanted to say while listening to Matt and I rant about um, some apparent continuity issues between the first theatrical movie and this one um, I realized what we were ranting about was actually the alternate ending to Universal Soldier so any of you out there listening uh, who are fans of the first movie and you're yelling at your device that you're listening on that we are incorrect and we are mistaken uh, in the moment we thought we were talking about the right ending because we were thinking about the alternate ending so if you stuck with us through that rant and you're hearing this now this is me fixing that mistake um that is that's our fault just had a uh just thought we were thinking of the right thing but it ends up uh what we were ranting about was actually the alternate ending um although this movie sucks and the other sequels i'm sure suck as well uh they were going along continuity wise in a way with the ending the theatrical ending of the first movie so I apologize for us um, misdirecting our frustration there. Um, but, you know, other than that, the movie still sucks. So it's not like even if we were right or wrong or, or talking about the right thing, that it would have fixed the movie in any way. So with that being said, again, we apologize, misdirected our frustration in a way, um, and uh, that's that. So thank you for sticking with us on this one and continue to listen as I throw you back into our feature presentation. There, I mean, there was an alternate ending, but I forgot we, what we it was. We can't try and rationalize or be reasonable it's just, with this movie. Either, I just, this was, it's the classic case of if, a, if it were anything else other than a Universal Soldier movie, yeah. if you wanted to call it something else, yeah. it can even be... Like a Universal Soldier ripoff. Yeah, exactly. It, I would kind of give like, it... like number one weapon or something. Yeah, yeah, I would give it maybe a little more lenience, yeah. maybe not. But it's just one of those things where it's just silly because it, it's supposed to be canon. But then yeah. again, it like it isn't canon. There's too many connections to things that are pre-established, mm -hmm. but you don't try and adhere to those yeah. things. Yeah, and it's just... It's, it's a ridiculous movie that... Mm -hmm starts off like it's like this tracking shot through a yeah. like a boiler room lower level like chemical yeah. room and mm -hmm. then we just see the back of this body suspended in liquid mm -hmm. michael jai white who yeah. looks like a damn action figure yeah michael jai white's awesome yeah he he's, has he has he's he he's the best part of the movie and he's not and his acting's not even that great no. he just has his voice is amazing and he's a presence. His about martial it. art. Yeah. I wish there was more martial arts with Michael Jai White. Yeah. There wasn't enough martial arts with yeah. two top tier martial artists. Yeah. His 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 body movement was pretty good too, as like yeah. someone who's a cyborg. Yeah. And he's like supposed to be this, mm -hmm. you know, heartless like robot. Yeah. And, and flat acting yeah. lends to kind of the the automaton yeah. type. Yeah, exactly. Uh which, you know, you give him a pass for yeah. that because he's supposed to be he's a robot yeah <laughs> essentially because yeah. like the movie unlike the first one it's supposed to be there they've upped the quality of the unisols they've tried to make yeah. them you know intelligent intelligent and they've connected all of them with like this hive mind to yeah. this like computer system called seth yeah and which yeah, is an acronym yeah and they'll they'll bring up uh several times that like our goal is to 
hopefully make the human soldier obsolete. Right. That way, because uh, uh, Radford, General Rad, Radford, Rad, Rad, yeah, Radford, Rad, Radford, Rad, Radford, uh, Jeff Spicoli, Jeff, yeah, um, uh, the wrestler, not the yes. character from Fast Times at Ridgemont mm-hmm. High. Uh, Radford is talking about how he wants to end the Unisol project, stuff like that. And Jean Claude says some, Luke Devereux says some of the effect of like, sure, and then we can send more young men to die or more young people to go yeah, out and die. Yeah. So the idea is that I'm getting is that they're trying to make the Unisols more sophisticated and mm-hmm. intelligent stuff. That way we don't have to send like humans to right. go out and fight in wars. Yeah. It's, anymore, it, you know, it's you all know? to create this like perfect super soldier. Yeah, exactly. Um, which to dial back a little bit, the movie opens kind of promising. Sure. How it's like after, you know, after we see the suspended body, now we cut to this scene going through like a bayou yeah. type area. And I'm like, Ch- yeah. Chance Boudreaux? Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, Uncle Duvet? Wilford Brimley on a horse yeah. with, a, with a shotgun? Yeah, <laughs> uh, they can't kill this guy. <laughs> but uh, uh, he's the hard target. <laughs> uh, but... It then like it's silent and quiet, and then all of a yeah. sudden we get a Jet lot. Skis. Yeah, we get a, like a, a lot of alternative heavy metal. That's the like, other music thing. mixed like prodigies on like Megadeth. Yeah, and, that's the other is that part of the like at this time in the late '90s, you make a movie about like computers and technology mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was still very misunderstood, mm-hmm. um, and there was this idea that it was a very specific type of person right. that understood the intricacies of computers mm-hmm. and computer hacking mm-hmm. so that's where we get like cyberpunks and stuff yeah. like that and this movie has it in droves just with the soundtrack mm-hmm. is very much a time capsule mm-hmm. because this movie uh not since this time period has this um kind of music been like in industrial yeah kind like of, 1997 till about late 1999 yeah <laughs> exactly it's like it's like a different it's like new, a different genre of new metal within mm-hmm. new metal. Yeah. Um, but it's very new metal-y Woodstock mm-hmm. 99 yeah. soundtrack that Jean-Claude probably had no input on. Yeah. Unless he said, I'm a very big fan of Prodigy. I love Powerman 5000. Powerman 5000 gives me model running. <laughs> but, uh, it, I mean... It, I again, saw them at Ozfest last year. We <laughs> talk, But we talked about things checking a box <laughs> yeah. and, like, part of creating an action movie in this time period... Mm-hmm. Uh, the late that that time in music and a yeah. lot of things was kind of a mammoth no island. Yeah. Uh, but like, <laughs> but, but you know that that ticks a box. You know, yeah, you, if exactly. we have the money to give to Megadeth or Anthrax or Static X, like they, they allocated well, the money in the wrong spot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, forty-five million, and you couldn't have created something better than this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, like it, it it's it has. It's chock full of that type of music, mm-hmm. so it checks that box. But the it opens with like like all of a sudden it's almost like a smash cut into yeah. like a jet ski flying over like flying over some weeds mm-hmm. or something into the water, and it's Luke Devereaux and his partner Maggie. Yeah, and who's terrible. Yeah, she's not very good, yeah. and they're escaping these unisols. Yeah, and of course like we think, oh man, like this kicks off with a lot of action. Yeah. But it ends up, it's just like a training exercise for the Unisols. But we get a hint of like Romeo played by Bill Goldberg is like, <laughs> he's this nefarious Unisol. Yeah. Um, he's, but, he's, yeah. But all of them are controlled by Seth. So when him and his cronies are trying to drown 
Devro, like yeah. they tie up Maggie and he rips her shirt off. Yeah, because makes, we have to have something sexual. Yeah, and even he looks her up and down and yeah, like says so he'll have fun with her and blah even, blah. Even even with this female character that obviously can hold her own and mm-hmm. is very capable. Yeah. Oh, we gotta rip her shirt off because because she's hot. Yeah. You know? It gets it gets worse. Yeah, it gets it a gets lot worse. worse. Yeah. As far as the the needless objectification. Yeah. And I mean, there's not a need for objectification. Right. But kind of the needless. Yeah. Like. Yeah inserting of of yeah sexualization yeah um but then that's like new metal dude yeah <laughs> dude nude metal yeah uh, but uh, <laughs> but like they're they they've quote unquote captured the two of them yeah and they're like drowning luke in a in a mud puddle uh puddle everything is blurry everything is uh but uh but then you hear over an earpiece, like Seth is like, yeah. you know, stand down, you know, the training exercises yeah, over. Yeah. And then like Goldberg lets him up and helps him and blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. But we get kind of a hint of like yeah. Luke and Maggie are kind of running the thing. And I then, think David Arquette should have been a Unisol in this he, movie. I wish he would have so that he could be in the Sucktastic Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and then they all go back to HQ. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and like and again, this is the first example of like a needless Goldberg one-liner. As, as they're walking yeah. by, you hear kind of... In the distance, you see him not in focus, but like look Maggie up and down and go, "Nice tits," oh and I'm God. like, "Come yeah. on, yeah." Like, he he literally they try and give him a one liner after like everything. Some of them, even though none of them are good, yeah. some of those instances it's fine because it's spaced out well. Sure, but then it's just one after another yeah. after another, and then also like needlessly throwing in a one liner, and I'm yeah. like, it's just the 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 rhythm and the flow doesn't can doesn't attribute itself to a one-liner no no it yeah and they're in weird spots and you and i kept texting back and forth like and this is a theme for a lot of movies we do on here it's like this would have worked better as a comedy i said yeah. and i said before like is, maybe not even a comedy but something that's like tongue-in-cheek and mm-hmm. self-aware so it's not supposed to be a comedy yeah. but they know exactly yeah. what it is yeah like though because like one of the one of the big things like goldberg keeps like dying in the mm-hmm. movie and I guess it's supposed to be humorous, like in the ways he dies. Yeah. And like this, if this were like tongue in cheek, you could do, you could like wink at the camera mm-hmm. and reference like some WCW shit mm-hmm. and he could get blasted with a taser. Yeah. So, you know, Starcade 98. Yeah. Is it, you know, it ruined his streak. Yeah. You know, it's like you hit him with a taser. Maybe that's, maybe that's how he's died or buried yeah. for, hey, for hey good. Now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but the, the thing to kind of, so we don't keep referencing mm. later points in the movie, essentially, mm. um, there's this doctor who is now head of the Unisol project. Who's the one who like gave Luke the reverse surgery, which we don't, we don't get any exposition on no. that, on how he's able to have a child and how he's now has this personality yeah. and how he, he seems like a real human again, yeah. more human than human. Yeah, exactly. Um, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Uh, we don't get any exposition on yeah. that. We don't have some sort of relationship built between them because there's no exposition given at the at right. the beginning. So eventually, when that doctor dies, and he's his like, name is Doctor Dies. <laughs> <laughs> doctor Dies. He, um, he. I will say he has the temperament of the doctor from Parks and Rec. It's like, yeah, yeah well, whatever. Well, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just, just really per, like passive. Yeah. Like, cause it, really cause, dismissive. Yeah. He's just. Uh, no, I'm sure. Uh, are you sure he's not a Unisol? Yeah, because he doesn't emote much. But, but the thing is, since there's no relationship built, yeah. When Luke is upset, you know, 
20 minutes into the movie when the doctor dies. I'm like, that's not earned. Cause I don't we, care. We don't care about that doctor. Yeah. We don't care about what him and Luke have been. Through. Yeah. The only thing we know is he yeah. is head of the, the Unisol yeah. unit of the military. Cause mm-hmm. I guess it's a whole unit now. Yeah. And he is the one who has helped them to become mm-hmm. more sophisticated. Yeah. And he's the one who helped Luke and blah, blah. We don't yeah. know that in, until like a little f- two or three minute blurb yeah. in the middle of the movie. Yeah, and and like you could have a scene to where it's him and Luke and they're talking and he's like, I don't know, Luke, if I can, like if I can make them, if I can humanize them, like and stuff mm-hmm. like this. Like, but you did it with me, you know. Yeah. Th- and then you can, you know, because because keep the Munisols, but the idea is to make them more intelligent and yeah. almost humanize them and stuff like that. And it's like I don't know if it's like, well, you did it with me. It's like that was a. I took a huge risk with that procedure. And then, like, you go yeah. kind of go into it, yeah. and you develop the relationship between those yeah. two, and you get more exposition. Because also, if you want to build it, give it more weight, just have them be like, you did, it. you changed my life. You did it with me. You, you changed me, my life. You gave me the ability to have a daughter, and you yeah. gave me ability to <laughs> a have daughter. A, you gave me the... No, but really, like, no, you, no, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, like you add yeah. more weight to that connection. Yeah. He's like, you changed my life. You gave me the ability to be a father. And to be a husband. Yeah. And, and like you gave me ability to have like, yeah. like a, the human life I never had. And, and to blah. be a Unisol sex machine. <laughs> a real sex machine. <laughs> then hey. he, and then we get we get him doing the splits. Yeah. And he does like, he's feeling doing, so good today. <laughs> kick kickboxer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, if we would have gotten that, this movie would, would have gotten a pass. This it, movie would have gotten two thumbs up. <laughs> two thumbs way up. <laughs> Siskel and Ebert, uh, but Siskel and Dingus. Uh, <laughs> there, there was none of that. Yeah. Um, but then, like Radford um, Kruger from Seinfeld. Yeah. Um, he, also, I made a note. This would be funny if like uh, George Costanza comes in and is like dragging Frank behind him because they didn't. How come my How come my kid can't be a Unisol? Yeah. It's like my son says your company stinks. Yeah, that would that would be funny. Um, there and there's another Seinfeld alum quote-unquote yeah. in this too um Tic-tac, dude yeah My but uh, yeah the the sidler yeah uh but essentially they all sit down with radford maggie luke and the doctor uh, i don't remember the doctor's name the uh, dr vinny boombas uh, <laughs> dr vinny boombas you yeah. all know my doctor dr vinny boombas uh, uh, but no they sit down radford essentially says they have to cut the budget and like seth hears all this because he's like this omniscient computer yeah, yeah. um and and we see Luke has a daughter who's mm. who like essentially Seth is babysitting because Seth is yeah. like there's a Seth control room yeah. with this big orb in the corner of it and it's supposed to be the thing that's like, like a HAL nine thousand yeah the, exa- you know, exactly like, and Michael Jai White does the voice yeah for exactly it. Yeah. Um, and he controls all the computer systems and all the Unisols yeah um, but Radford is telling them they have to shut down the Unisol project because to cut the budget which is lazy and yeah. I wrote well why not you know. Let's see, what did I write? Uh, so and I wrote kind of a blurb here. It's like the program being shut down could have could have a little more weight behind it and maybe some foreshadowing if it were because of the military not trusting the computer. Yeah. Have a vague dated reference yes. to Y2K, like not calling it Y2K. Yeah. But like something to where there's On the cusp this, of the new millennium. Yeah, exactly. Like it, but uh, but again, this takes place yeah. 15 years after yeah, that's the true. first. So yeah, yeah, they yeah. already would have had a that's few years true. in the yeah, millennium. Yeah. But it being written in the late nineties yeah. have this distrust that, mm-hmm. you know, these org these government organizations have, 
you know, because of this widespread yeah. panic about technology taking over. The technology is still yeah. too new. We yeah. don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but have the military be suspect of the doctor, still have hard feelings toward Andrew Scott and the Unisol. Yeah. So the first movie. Yeah, Yeah, you know, uh, you know, have, and frankly, we don't trust the Unisols. After yeah. what happened with Sergeant Andrew Scott, that was 15 years ago. <laughs> and have Luke said, and it's like, it's a risk we can't take again. What if something like that happened on the battlefield? Like, oh my God, Unisol this is so soldiers. much better already yeah, it takes five minutes yeah five minutes instead of we're cutting the budget and it's, it's like, and it's all dialogue this isn't this isn't a school this isn't an after school program that yeah, people are trying to save and also that that struck me as a bit unrealistic that the military was concerned with cutting their budget yeah exactly when most of the u.s budget goes to the military yeah exactly um but hey we're not a political podcast hey now also, even though we're allowed to have opinions yeah exactly um, anyway uh, back to JC. Shut up and sing, Steven. <laughs> exactly. Um, but then you could have given Seth, instead of Seth trying to go into self-preservation mode and be like, yeah. oh, I don't want them to take away all my power. Have, <laughs> yeah. have, him, be, have him be pissed off that, and have him be distrustful of you know, his That's creator yeah. because now, oh, they don't trust me? I'll give them a reason not to trust me. You know, have, have the whole, instead of one soldier have the whole damn system go rogue there are moments that we do on this show to where we like reimagine movies mm-hmm. and i'm like oh, see that's so much better and there are moments where i'm mad that it didn't because happen because it's not hard it's really do it oh you can do it all with dialogue it costs mm-hmm. no money exactly. i don't know i've never made a movie before but but i would imagine either way it, storytelling though yeah exactly and just exactly and and you can't cut things in the interest of time because, like you said, that takes five minutes. Mm-hmm. That does not take very long. And look at all the shit that they did keep. Yeah. And also, you don't need this reporter character. Yeah, the, we you have do a, not we, need we her. We have another reporter trying to stick her nose in the Unisol business, and now she's the one who gets wrapped up in like what's yeah. going on with Luke, and and they have an extremely forced and contrived relationship. Super. So, like, you thought. Because that was one of my gripes with the first movie. At least in that, they go on this like the shared trauma, and they go on this 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 mission, not mission. They go on this this not adventure. They go on this this they're escaping experience. They have this experience together, and they're escaping these Unisols who are hunting them. And plus, that's over a course of a few days, and they spend all the time with one another. Yeah, and and even though my criticism of that was that I don't feel like their relation their relationship spent too much time in her and Veronica Roberts being like exasperated, and she's like, Mm -hmm. I gotta get my story, I gotta get my story, Mm -hmm. and there's not enough time of her like developing an emotional connection with Debro. At least there's 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 no Sarah Connor and and And, um uh, 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 why Kyle why and Kyle Reese like. Having uh, sex in a hotel room. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh I'm surprised. Jean, I'm sure Jean Claude pushed for that. But um. Mm, yeah. Um. But at least there, we fleshed out that character of Veronica right. Roberts. Mm-hmm. We understood that character of Veronica Roberts, and we understood her motivation and why mm-hmm. she's there. There's none of that. There, there's literally like obligatory. You know, remember in the first one, and there was this reporter who's mm-hmm. trying to investigate. Uh. You know, who picked up on Unisols and all mm-hmm. this stuff. Uh, let's do that. Let's do that again. Mm-hmm. And they, but they don't. They don't. Do, do they ever explain what story she's chasing? Mm-hmm. She's just with the news. She's just with the news, right? Because li- like, uh, toward towards her, she's still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like her being introduced into like where she's still pretty new and still pretty useless. Mm-hmm. She's like every news station because. Uh, 
because at one point they're back in the Unisol building, mm-hmm. um, and they're like on lockdown kind of. And she's like, she's like the whole. It's like every news station's out there while I'm in here. And I was like, why? Yeah, like, I'm a reporter. I was like, what are you reporting? It's like I've handled some tough stories. It's like, what is your story? Yeah, she keeps saying, she keeps telling Luke, she's like, you're my story. You're my story. It's like, what is the story? Mm-hmm. Like they don't, they don't establish anything for her. She's yeah. there just. Because she's there. She's there to to be somebody to create a contrived relationship with Luke. Yeah. She's there to be some sort of damsel in distress. Exactly. She's she's that she's an a, a, another attractive female character mm-hmm. that we can have her take her shirt off at some mm-hmm. point. Because when they go when they they go to a strip club and we and we'll talk about the strip club scene. Yeah, not for very long. No, but uh 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 they go to a strip club and in the van she's already dressed mm-hmm. in a reasonable manner that would be allowed into a strip club. Mm-hmm. It's not like she has a full change of clothes. Yeah. Which also where did that change of clothes come from? Yeah. Because she like excuses herself to go into the back of Luke's van to change. She takes her shirt off and it's one of those things where Luke is like like he, it's like I don't. Uh, he says something. He looks like oh, sorry. You know something like why? Why does she need to get undressed? Yeah. Like where are they going to where she would need some sort of disguise? Takes another box. Yeah, and then they go into the strip club. She's still wearing the same skirt. So it's like oh, so you just needed her to take her shirt off? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it. It's another taking another box mm-hmm. of these, you know, B movie schlocky sequels that you know high octane quote unquote high octane action. Yeah. This, that soundtrack, certain types of characters, and, you know, boobs. You know, the uh, stuff they put in the press kit. Yeah, exactly. The stuff they show at cans. Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Cans, no, yeah. No pun intended. Yeah, exactly. Um, they did show her cans, yeah. Uh, yeah, they showed several people's cans, which yeah. is completely needless and unnecessary. Yeah. And just was supposed... The thing is, uh, we'll dial back to the, sh- the part in the strip club. Again, we won't spend <laughs> a lot of time in there. Yeah. But essentially, Seth hears this. Um, overnight, because all the Unisols go in a cooling chamber. Yeah. Um, because at least in the first one, they also addressed that they have to cool down because they never they, resol- they never yeah. resolved an overheating issue. Yeah. And that's not even talked about. No. Um, they all just go in a cooling chamber because yeah, because they did that. To. Yeah, because they're we, supposed. We, we yeah. did that in the first one. And they get injected with green goo because yeah. they're supposed exactly. to. Exactly. There, there's there's nothing of them because it also you would have had to give a little more depth to Romeo and I don't know why we're even. It's Romeo. It's hilarious. And I don't even know why we have to bother giving depth. But, I mean, one of the things was they started to remember memories. So maybe a part of something like Romeo's Achilles heel is maybe we get he has, like, some sort of flashback in the middle of, like, him fighting – Luke or something or, uh, or Tank or, Abbott or Tank Abbott. <laughs> His flashbacks are Goldberg matches, <laughs> just the squash matches. Him, him, jackhammering the Big Show or hitting <laughs> or, a spear on the Big Show or the, or, the, or the giant. Sorry, yeah. Or it's flashback of him getting tased by Kevin Nash. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's got a taser. That's how he's in the program. <laughs> His a, career never a fully flashback recovered. To Ready to Rumble. Yeah, exactly. No, actually, well, Ready to Rumble came out in 2000. Yeah, that's yeah. or 99. It came out in 2000. 2000 yeah. Um. Either way, or like <laughs> have, have I? I don't know. It. it we need to. Start, it, the movie just sucks. It is. It is yeah. what it is. We stopped trying to change it because it. Yeah. Did, you can't. We can't change it. No. You can't fix stupid. Yeah. Um. But essentially, now nah, bird will lo- never change. Uh, yeah. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, but uh. But essentially, they're all in a cooling chamber. Chamber and Seth, like he realizes he has to take over, and Seth. Yeah. Like wakes all of them up, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like Romeo, I need you to do something. Like Romeo, Romeo. like smirks and gets up. Uh, 
Hopefully it's, it's that other chick. Yeah, exactly. No, not like that. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, not once does he say, you're next, either. Yeah, which I'm Which really would have been, hey, Devereaux, guess what? You're next. Yeah, exactly. It's so easy, and yeah. it's Goldberg, and yeah. the wrestling fans will get it, and it's a it's a nod to his wrestling career. Like, it's it's so easy to write yeah. a movie. It, it's just <laughs> it, but it's just so dumb because now, okay, now Seth is in control of Unisols, and he's the one he has them like taking out everybody and taking control of HQ, and yeah. now he he's going to control everything, and yep. essentially he wants them to put his mind inside of a body yeah. which is michael jai white mm-hmm. and while while they're running away now that there's this ambush from all the unisols inside yeah. the hq and they start killing people and maggie yeah. maggie and luke are running away and that yeah, reporter's running away are. too yeah and then luke's daughter like falls down the steps and <laughs> yeah. uh and now now there's that element of her being in the hospital and now he has yeah. to go see her but the unisols are keeping her from that it's just a device to have seth like Hold her hostage in yeah, a way. Because there is a previously established connection between Seth and Luke's daughter. Yeah. Because Seth was like her teacher and stuff like you know. Yeah. And there is one thing that Maggie does to Goldberg. And Maggie is uh, uh Luke Devereaux's partner. Uh, partner. Human that, partner. Human partner. Uh and she one way she uh disposes of Goldberg is she pulls the three ninjas. Oh, and she, uh, she, yeah, she, she rides, rides him, him down, down the stairway. Yeah, exactly. And right and she or but she, yeah, she. I was gonna say she even does. She like, rides kind like of, a sled. Yeah, exactly. And, and I was like, ah, oh, she's th- little three ninjas action three ninjas there. Three ninjas Mega Mountain. Yeah. yeah. Well, that also happened in the first one. That's right. I yeah. think it's happened in all of them. Yeah. I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but it's just it's dumb because <laughs> this is an instance where gold, something comical. It's like slapstick happens to Goldberg. Mm-hmm. His head goes through a brick wall. Yeah. And it's just going back to what you said. Goldberg Ow. is is the main hitman yeah. that Seth is using to go track down yeah. Luke. And he could have played to his strengths. Yeah. yeah. Also, tone wise, like it's spo- you're supposed to be like on the edge of your seat and yeah. it's supposed to be serious, but then you have him like trying to while running after <coughs> Luke and the reporter. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, mm-hmm. uh, they all jump into the back of a truck, and then he's like he's jumping after them, and Luke pulls up, and he's just like shit. And then he falls down. Yeah. There. And that's where some of his one-liners come in. I'm like, is this supposed to be have comedic bend yeah. to it? Because there's, yeah. there's like, there's no hinting at yeah. that. And it's just, yeah. It's again, it's it's misplaced. Yeah. Humor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but I don't want to talk much more about this movie. I I do. Yeah. I, what what I do want to talk about is the needless strip club scene yeah it, because they're trying to look for a computer yeah. or they're trying to look for some way to contact the authorities yeah they're 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 looking for, they're trying they jean-claude wants to hack into uh that unisol head the unisol headquarters but he like he can only do it through like a landline or something yeah. i don't know oh, i just right so there's only there's also a code to keep yeah. Seth from taking over. Yeah. And him, Luke and the doctor, they're the only ones who know it. So that's why Seth is also trying to track down yeah. Luke is yeah. to get that code yeah. so that he can't prevent Seth from taking over. Yeah. But then Seth eventually at the end figures it out. So now he yeah. can kill Luke. Yeah. And he killed that cyberpunk character that yeah. created him. Yeah. Squid or whatever his name yeah. was. Who was the sidler in yeah, Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, there's, so the only place they can get you know, like secure sec- internet, I guess, yeah, is, is, at a, is at a gentleman's, sorry, a gentleman's club. Oh, pardon me. Um, uh, but it is, 
it is only an excuse to yeah. show a lot of naked a lot breasts. of naked women and some weird unneeded lesbian subplot yeah like a quick thing just it's why it's, it's cheap it is it's very cheap. cheap. It, and what it is, is it overcompensates for the fact that you know you have a shitty movie. Yeah, because Aaron's like at the bar or whatever, mm-hmm. and this worker there is talking about, is like, you want want a lap dance on the house? This sort of thing. She's yeah. like, oh, I came here with a man. She's like, oh, I, I, I've I done that too before, but like... Have a little know, fun or something. Yeah, so like I don't know, whatever. It's but, dumb. Yeah, and then Luke like knocks out one of the security guards in front of the... In front of the internet cafe, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> where they do phone sex, yeah, and stuff like that. And I was like, "Is this supposed to be played for laughs? Like, or what, it, like what is this?" And then the one line that I I wrote down, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm officially done with this movie." Mm-hmm. Uh, was the guy the security guard comes to hit one of his security guard buddies comes over and he's like, "Oh yeah, there's some there's some guy in there, knock me out." Yeah. Which first the guy put cups his hands and looks not hard enough because like, I don't see anyone even though Jean-Claude is on the computer right in front of the window and it seems like it's a two-way mirror yeah exactly. or, like a, or like a one-way or like whatever they use for police interrogations yeah yeah um and then a third guy comes up and uh the guy that got knocked out said there's some cowboy in the computer room and the guy that walks up said well let's ride him Ew. I was like what <laughs> let's ride him I, I mean, I know what you meant, but at the same time, like, phrasing. <laughs> so, it's just, I, it's, it's, I'm done with this movie. It's it's dumb. It's just, yeah. it's that part was just glaringly obvious that they're trying to put in something that would catch. Sexy. That would catch people's attention. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's not good. It's a really nope. shitty movie. There's, um, there's, I mean, there's a, a couple things I wrote down mm. to where, like, uh, like when, Michael Jai White shows up the first time uh, Luke sees him as Seth is when he kills uh, that cyberpunk, yeah, um, the cre- the creator or yeah, whatever, yeah. which squid, or squid, and uh, and he said, I you know I have something you know you care yeah. more about than the Unisoft project, and squid, <laughs> and, and you see him kind of glance back at Aaron. He's like, no, something else. Oh I was, fuck you, I was movie. Like, what? Yeah, it's like that's that's ridiculous. You've known each other only for a few hours. Yeah, and then there's there's the scene in the hospital. When like Maggie dies and yeah. she becomes a Unisol because she's like they turned me into a Unisol and I was like they just way to just that? way to just serve it up yeah you, you could at least have Luke be like Maggie no and she she'd be like yeah. it's better this way or don't blah, make blah, me blah. do this and he like shoots her and he's like he sees that she's not dead it's like you yeah it's like, exactly they turned me into a Unisol of, you know or instead of her just straight up saying they turned me into a Unisol Walker says I have AIDS <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> or Walker Texas Ranger yeah. <laughs> um, but when they're leaving the, the when they're leaving the hospital or yeah. escaping the hospital from Romeo he takes out a bunch of WCW power plant guys yeah. just as orderlies yeah exactly <laughs> um, but it but another thing when they get back to, like nearing the end of the third act they yeah. get back because um because uh, what's his face? Seth has ta- has, has Seth. No, Rome- Romeo <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> uh, but Seth has taken Hillary yeah. Luke's daughter hostage because um, she's like she is brain bleeding. Yeah, she's she got hit the her, brain she, blood because uh, she hit her head. And he's like, I have you know I have the tech. I can save her with Unisol mm-hmm. technology if you give me yeah the code. And he's like, eh, but the idea is like I'm gonna kill. I'll raise her as my own kind yeah. of thing. You know. Yeah, but like. 
because the whole time also Radford is his his there's this whole side thing of like the military's trying to take out the Unisols and trying to have yeah. people go in and rig the place to explode. And Which that's another infuriating thing is just the complete just the complete stupidity mm-hmm. of people in the, like they make the military and like police and stuff in these kinds of movies so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like these this is a group of perfect robot soldiers Mm -hmm. so you tried the first time and it didn't work stop sending humans in to try and take down robots with guns that aren't gonna kill them Mm -hmm. like it's just so dumb and but they don't they always doubled their their, which i guess also is indicative of americans is that regardless of logic they are stubborn and double down rather than uh revise and adjust and Mm -hmm. grow like you know like humans should yeah um, they no, they double down and dig their heels and you know dig their heels in the sand. Mm-hmm. But that's besides the point. Yeah. Not yeah. all of them. No, of course not. I would not. like to say you know not. I don't generalize with anything. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just it's irritating nonetheless. Yeah. But either way, Luke Ro- is trying to run in and not Aaron, Luke Robitaille. No, not Luke that was Robitaille. Last week, Luke Devro yeah. runs in and um. Aaron runs up to Radford and she's like, no, don't blow it. Don't. Oh like, yeah. So she's, she's like, uh, uh, she, she, when Luke's about to run and she's like, I'm scared you won't come back. And yeah. they kiss. And I'm like, give me a break. Yeah, exactly. And she's like, don't blow it up. Luke's in there. Yeah, and then she punches like Radford says something. She's like, Oh, to hell if I can't or something like that. And she like, punches him but it doesn't knock him out like he staggers and then comes back and they resume the scene and i fucking lost it so i was like you can't even ever knock him out like you can't even follow through with that yeah it's it's so dumb and then the only actual head-to-head fight scene um they have between seth and luke it's way too short and it's outside of like wherever Hillary is getting yeah. like her brain fixed. Yeah. Sorry about your brain. Sorry about uh, your brain. <laughs> but, and then like the, the, the final boss is Romeo and like, and, yeah. and like Maggie, sh- Mad- Unisol Maggie shows up and he, cause he's got uh, Luke in like a, di- uh, compromising, like no, <laughs> in a compromising position. Yeah. Kind of like Bane holding up Batman and Nightfall. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, that's right. And the comics, Nightfall. Yeah, the We're not comics, referring to the Dark Knight yeah, Rises. Not the Dark Knight Rises. Sorry, I I accidentally said the Dark Knot Rises, but <laughs> yes. I think I'm gonna keep it. The bread it. not rises. Yeah. <laughs> um. Not enough yeast. Yeah. Uh. But uh. Maggie is like the beast with the yeast. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Maggie's pointing a big gun at a uh, um at Romeo or at Luke, and Romeo's yeah. like, "Kill him, Maggie! <laughs> Kill her, Maggie! Kill her!" <laughs> Right, 13th, um, but uh, uh, <laughs> and she turns the gun on Romeo and blasts him, right the, and uh, right in the balls. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. Uh, but she blasts him backwards, and Luke runs away. And Maggie yeah. says, "Run, run!" And he's like, "Come with us." She's like, "No." And uh, and, <laughs> okay. and and the building blows up. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Hillary is safe with her dad and her new yeah. mom apparently. Yeah, I guess. Um and, and then the, Crush him by Megadeth. Crush him by Megadeth plays um which, which is that's a that's a, a shitty song. piece of dog the shit thing is, song. I really like I Megadeth. do like I, I like really Megadeth. like Megadeth, yeah. but this song blows ass. You get just you, like this movie. Exactly. You could tell Dave Mustaine was like well, yeah, we're gonna make it's gonna be our big uh, stadium we're gonna make anthem. An arena anthem. We'll crush him. <laughs> we're gonna make an arena anthem that fucking crushes him. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Hello, me. Meet the real me. 
Exactly. Yeah, it's there's they have some ridiculous music. Yes. Yes. Um, but either way, this movie sucks, and there's yeah. nothing good about it. Fuck this movie. I hate it. Well, I guess. Per per what Michael we Jai do, White is Michael the Jai best White. Kid. I like Michael Jai White. Yeah. Um, as a as a dude, and I, his martial arts is tight. Yeah. But we don't see enough of it. No. And it's I can't even chalk it up to oh it being a product of its time so it's nostalgic and blah blah no it just no, sucks it's just it's just a fucking terrible movie yeah is it the worst movie we've done on here absolutely not no but it's not good no it is terrible you get no love from me yeah um I think I think that'd be fun though to, to like maybe the last episode proper of <laughs> Sucktastic Cinema we go over like the worst movies we've done yeah maybe you know, I don't know just either way. Either way, that's the end of this episode. Yes. Thank you for joining us this week. Next week, hopefully, we'll at least hit a middle, yeah. a middle ground. We'll at, at least, least have some, a friend. Something, <laughs> something that's enjoyable. Yeah, exactly. Next week, we're doing double team, hopefully with our buddy Nick Woodcock. Yeah. yeah. Um, but until then, the house lights are up. The film's off the reel. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. See you next time.